This is the Homestead Journey Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the pursuit of self-sufficiency, self-reliance, and sustainability. This is episode number 62 of the Homestead Journey Podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on the Homestead Journey. My name is Brian Wells. I am coming to you from 3B Farm and Homestead here in beautiful and snowy upstate New York. And folks, you came through in a big, big way. Now, you may remember that on last week's episode, I asked you all to do me a huge favor. And that was that I asked you all to pray for snow. And you did not disappoint because we ended up getting over three feet of snow from one snowstorm this week. Now, when I recorded that podcast last week, they were not forecasting that we were going to get any snow whatsoever. The weather was all supposed to pass to the south of us. As the week went along, they increased the forecasted amounts little by little until the night before, I think they were calling for 8 to 16 inches, which is still a sizable storm. And for some places, that would be an absolutely devastating storm. But for us, it's just a run-of-the-mill snowstorm. No big deal. Well, by the time everything was all said and done, we had over 36 inches of snow here. In fact, there are places in our town that had 38, 44 inches of snow, I I saw reported. There was a lot of snow. In fact, there was so much snow that the one pig pen where I was keeping one nut jack, the snow was over top of the hog panels. And hog panels are 34 inches high. And the snow was over top of it. In fact, I posted some videos, some pictures over to our Instagram and Facebook accounts. And if you're not following us there, why not? (laughs) The links are in the show notes. So definitely give us a like, give us a follow, and you'll stay up to date on everything that we've got going on here on 3B Farm and Homestead. And there are plenty of pictures and I believe some video there as well of this snowstorm that we had, 36 inches plus, we'll call it. And so we had a lot of fun. Uh, Well, I had a lot of fun um, with the snowblower, had to go low and slow uh, because the actual snow was over top of the uh, snowblower itself. So it was kind of tunneling through. And so I had to do several passes, but uh, Wiley tossed that snow with no problem And so we are all plowed out. Now we had to shovel out pig pens and chicken runs and goose runs and all that kind of stuff. And then Friday, we went up to my mom and dad's homestead and shoveled the path over to their chicken coop for them. And I also went over to a buddy's house and snowblowed his driveway and another friend's house and snowblowed his driveway. So spent a lot of time on the tractor this week, which is a lot of fun. Um, But anyhow, I did want to say a huge thank you. And a huge shout out, I am taking all the credit for this snowstorm and all of the blame, I guess, for people who have been out of shape about it. Um, You guys really came through in a huge way. And so thank you very much for that. We have got plenty of snow. Now we'll see whether or not it sticks around because they're forecasting rain the end of this week. But anyhow, we're going to 
Thank God for small favors. And I'm going to thank you all for coming through in a very, very huge way. All right. Having said that, let's jump on over to this week's Charting the Course, and I will bring you up to speed with everything else that's been going on here on 3B Farm and Homestead. The first thing I'd like to do this week is share with you a review I received from a customer who picked up his port from us last weekend. I believe I mentioned that he had come all the way up from New York City to pick up um, his pig. And so I was really, really excited to hear back from him what he thought. And so on Monday, I sent him an email just to say, hey, you know, wanted to check in with you and see if you've enjoyed any of the pork and what your thoughts were on it. And this was his reply back to me. I've asked his permission. He said it was certainly okay for me to share it. Uh, but anyhow, I will share this with you now. So this is what he said on Monday. He picked it up on Saturday. Now he's responding on Monday. So far, we've eaten a pack of bacon, half a breakfast sausage pack, a ham hock cooked in a pot of beans, and a four pack of loin chops. Everything is absolutely amazing. The pork from that AGH compared to commercially available pork is like a prime dry aged steak compared to a supermarket steak. It's exactly what I was looking for. I will without a doubt be a repeat customer. My only regret is I didn't buy a whole pig. Thank you so much. The care and work you and your family put into raising these animals come through in the final product. Let me tell you something, folks. That makes me one very, very happy, happy farmer. And it's just, it feels great to have someone enjoy the product that you're putting literally blood, sweat, and, and tears into um, and to have them enjoy it so much. Really, really put a huge smile on my face. Now, the first part of this week, really not a whole lot happened here on the homestead because I was in quarantine. Um, I came down with a bit of a head cold last week, actually last Sunday. You might have heard it in my voice when I recorded the podcast. And so they sent me to get COVID tested because they're saying that in my age group, my demer, you know, my risk factors and so forth, um, COVID right now is in a lot of people is presenting very similarly to the symptoms of a cold. And so they sent me on down to get tested. Um, thankfully, the test came back negative. But the first part of the week, I ended up being in quarantine. And I ended up working from home the entire week because I did have congestion, runny nose, all of those kinds of things that are common with a cold. And I certainly did not want to spread that around in the office any more than I would want to spread COVID around. But especially at this time of the year when people are very, very worried about these things, um, I opted to work from home. And so that really threw my routine into a bit of uh, disarray, shall we say, which led to a couple of issues that we'll talk about uh, a little later on. But again, thankfully, um, negative and, and um, no big deal. Towards the end of the week, obviously, things got a lot busier with the snowstorm. We were out shoveling out pig pens and goose runs and all of those kinds of things. Um, Trust me, folks, when you have three feet of snow, keeping animals on pasture is something that you question. <laughs> In fact, another local farmer was posting pictures of them chopping ice and so on and so forth for their cows. And 
And uh, I, I said to him, I said, I, I feel your pain. And, you know, these kinds of days are, are the days when you really think twice about, okay, am I doing the right thing about by keeping animals on pasture? Because it is literally a pain in the neck. It's pain in the back. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's just absolutely a pain. And three feet of snow, having to move that um, is, is no fun. And in my pig pens, there's no way for me to get a snowblower in there. So if I'm going to move it, it's by hand, shovel full by shovel full. And so my pigs have pathways. I did not shovel out entire um, pig pens. You know, to a certain extent, it's a pathway from uh, point A to point B to, to food and water and shelter. And that's pretty much it. Um, but anyhow, we did a lot of shoveling this week. And um, that certainly is no fun. But the time I spent on Wiley blowing snow was an absolute blast. So I guess it was a bit of a trade-off. The uh, big um, thing that we did this week is we went ahead and uh, dispatched old One Nut Jack. Um, he is the boar that we had that only had one testicle, so I couldn't castrate him. I opted to go ahead and harvest him early. We harvested him for uh, to, to be able to have ribs for Christmas, and so very excited about that. We'll be smoking ribs and having that for Christmas. My plan was to do prosciutto again with the uh, hams, but we kind of tore the skin quite a bit when we were trying to um, scald and scrape these pigs. And so I'm not quite sure whether or not I'm going to be able to do prosciutto or not with them. So we'll have to see. I may just opt to go ahead and turn him into sausage and try my hand at making some sausage. And that wouldn't break my heart at all to do that. So we'll see. But at least we've got the ribs uh, on deck for Christmas. I'm very, very excited about that. The overall dispatch did not go uh, well. It was not as clean of a kill as I would have liked. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. I'm going to kind of do a little bit of a postmortem uh, tomorrow on the head to kind of see where I hit it versus where I, I was aiming, where I thought I should hit it. And so hopefully that will give me a little better feedback. Um, and maybe next time I'll be able to do a better job at, at having a bit of a cleaner kill. So um, that was a bit disappointing. The uh, scalding didn't go quite as well as I would have liked. I bought uh, some bell scrapers, um, one a vintage one, and one was a brand new one off of Amazon. They did an okay job, much better than the canning lids that we used two years ago for sure, but still wasn't awesome. So there's a few other uh, de-herring tools that I'm looking at that I may get for the next time that we do this. Now, I did uh, buy that 55-gallon drum. Um, I believe I mentioned that about a month ago. And what I did is built a, a little structure out of cement blocks to raise that up so that I could get our turkey fryer underneath that. And it really, really struggled to get the water up to temp. I don't know if it was thermal loss because of it being cold out um, but it, it took a lot longer to get that water up to temp than I had, I had anticipated. And in fact, I got it right to about 140 and wasn't able to get it much higher than that. Some people, when it comes to scalding hogs, they recommend using water that's more in the 160 to 165 range. And I got it to maybe 140 to 150. 
And so I'm not sure if maybe the reason why things didn't scrape as easily as I had hoped it was because the water didn't get as hot as I, I had wanted it to, but I had to move forward with it as is because we were running out of propane. And so we went ahead and, and moved forward. But at the end of the day, it was still a great time with my dad. Um, again, looking forward to having those ribs for Christmas and we'll see what happens to the rest of one nut jack we may just go ahead and turn them into sausage um, which then all of that scalding and scraping will have been for naught because we could have just skinned them out but anyhow we live we learn we're always trying new things here on 3b farm and homestead and so that was a big part of our week this week i hope things are well where you're at i hope that uh, if you got some of this snow that you're enjoying it and that you don't hold it against me that I asked my people to deliver in such a fashion and that they did so great of a job. <laughs> All right, let's head on over to this week's Charting the Course. Before we jump into this week's Charting the Course, if you are interested in supporting the show, you can do so in several ways. First of all, you can support the show by simply leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform or a rating, whatever they allow. Thumbs up, whatever it is that they allow, ratings, reviews, I would really appreciate it. That's going to help other people find the show. Secondly, share the show with other people. I would really appreciate it. If there's an episode that you find particularly meaningful, I would really appreciate it if you would share that with your friends and family. Finally, you can support the show by heading on over to our website, thehomesteadjourney.net slash shop. And there you will find a link to our t-shirt shop where we have all of our fabulous designs. And you will also find links to products that we use here on the homestead and recommend um, as well. And those are all Amazon affiliate links. So if you buy through those, a portion of that comes back to help support the show. All right. Having said that, let's move on with the show and jump on over to this week's Charting the Course. As they say, confession is good for the soul. And so today I'm just going to bear all. Okay, maybe not bear all, but I'm going to admit something. I can be a really, really bad procrastinator. I'll be the first one to admit that sometimes I have a really bad habit of avoiding those jobs that I just really don't enjoy doing. And this week I had that come back to bite me in the butt, big time. First of all, as I mentioned, we had the big storm, the snowpocalypse 2020 that blew through this week. And while they had originally only forecasted 8 to 16 inches, I knew that I needed to get the snowblower on the tractor. And so Tuesday, while it was in the teens, very cold, bitter cold, I was out trying to get the snowblower on the tractor. Now, yes, I could have done this when it was 45 or 50 degrees out. I could have done it on a weekend when it was sunny out. Instead, here I found myself on a weeknight when it was bitter cold and it's dark and I'm freezing 
And here I am trying to put this darn snowblower on the tractor. Now, why was I doing it then? I was simply doing it then because I hate taking it on and off. There's just something about that. I don't know what it is, but I just absolutely hate that chore. But trust me, folks, when I tell you this, it does not get any more enjoyable when it is freezing cold and dark. <laughs> it's horrible. It takes a, I hate to call it a bad task. So it's not that big of a deal. I just don't like doing it. I, I'm not a mechanical guy, I guess is what it is. I don't like turning wrenches and it's just something about it. I just don't like doing, but it doesn't make it any more pleasant to do it when your hands are frozen, so frozen that you can't feel your fingers and it's dark and you can't see and you're trying to get things lined up. It just doesn't make the task any more enjoyable. Now, do I think that I've learned my lesson and that I will put the snowblower on sooner next fall? To be honest, probably not. <laughs> For some reason, uh, I don't know. Next winter, I probably will find myself the night before our first major forecasted snowstorm struggling to put the snowblower back on the tractor. Why? Because I'm a procrastinator. Now, the second way that it came back to bite me is that I forgot to bring back the garbage and recycling cans from the side of the road. Now, in my defense, part of the reason why I forgot that is because my routine was all messed up and I wasn't driving back and forth to work. So I wasn't driving past those cans and being reminded that, hey, Brian, you need to bring them back or they're going to get in the way. They're going to get in the, you know, in the snow banks and so on and so forth. And so as I was snow blowing down to the end of my driveway, I saw in the distance the top. They were so buried. It was just almost the lids that was sticking out of the snow of my recycling and garbage cans. And I thought, oh, Brian, you knucklehead. You should have brought them back yesterday when there was no snow on the ground. And instead, now you've got to figure out a way to kind of snowblow around them, maneuver around them, and then haul those puppies back to the house. That wasn't that big of a deal. It was a minor inconvenience, but my procrastination came back to bite me in the butt. The third way that it came back to bite me in the butt is that I never brought the egg box back from the side of the road. Now, I have not had eggs up there in probably over a month because it's been so cold. And so usually when it drops down where it's consistently below freezing at night, I stop putting eggs up there because I don't want the eggs freezing. And then usually by the end of November, I bring the egg box back from the side of the road because I don't want it getting hit by the snow plow. I don't want it buried in a snow bank. Uh, you know, I, I want to be able to use it again next year. And so I'll bring it back and store it back here. Well, I didn't get around to it this year. And so here I am now with this egg box buried in three feet of snow. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get it. Now, initially, my plan was to come in from the road, kind of back up to it, dig it out, pull it out, pull it down the driveway. But as I pulled out on the road, I realized that they only had one lane plowed. And where we're at is on kind of the bo bottom side of a blind curve. And so if I were to block that, I mean, that's 
a rough place to be even in good weather, but that would be a safety hazard uh, for me and for anybody else if I were to try to get the egg box that way. And so what I ended up having to do was kind of snow blow through the drifts and the banks down to get the egg box and then spin the tractor around and kind of dig it out and, and then wheel it on back. And so again, it's one of those situations where my procrastination in that, in that regard, not only was it an inconvenience in that I'm digging it out of three feet of snow, but it also potentially became or became a potential safety hazard because I procrastinated and did not bring that egg box back to the house when I should have. Yeah, I could have done it on an evening when it was maybe freezing, but the ground was was bare. I could have brought it back on an afternoon, on a Saturday afternoon where it was relatively warm and it was sunny out, but no. Instead, I waited to the middle of a snowstorm to get it out of the snowbank. Why? Because I'm a procrastinator. And so after that happened, I thought, you know what I'm going to do this week? I'm going to do an episode on the podcast about procrastination and why it's a bad thing. And I've been thinking this week about the old adage, you know, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. And so I was going to kind of talk a little bit about that. But then something happened on Friday that caused me to procrastinate in a good way. You see, my, my dad and I had decided that we were going to dispatch one nut jack on Saturday evening. The plan was that my, my dad had to work. He was going to uh, get off at three, be to my house by four. And so I was going to spend Saturday morning prepping, you know, going to Lowe's, getting the cement blocks, building the little structure that so that we could put the barrel on it, um, setting up the, um, turkey fryer so that we could heat the water, filling the, the, the barrel with water, getting everything all ready to go. And so that when my dad got here at four o'clock, we could dispatch one nut jack, the water would be ready to go, we could scald, we could scrape, and we'd be done by six and uh, maybe have some dinner and we would be good to go. That was my plan. Now my son, who is 16, was unaware of my plans. And we had all of this snow this week. And so on Friday evening, he said to me, he said, hey, dad, I've got an idea. Why don't we go skiing tomorrow down at Willard? Now, Willard's the mountain that we, he and I work at, and they opened up on Friday. And so he said, they opened up today. Why don't we go skiing tomorrow? He was all excited about it. And I said to him, I said, bud, I said, I would love to go skiing. But I've got all of these things I need to do tomorrow because grandpa and I are going to dispatch one nut jack. And so I can't go skiing tomorrow. And his face fell, but he said, well, that's okay, dad. I understand. But then I got to thinking, why not move the one nut jack dispatch until Sunday afternoon? And then we can go skiing in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I could do all of the prep work, all of the you know, going to get the cement blocks and all the things I was planning on doing, and we'd still be able to get it all in. Now, as I mentioned earlier, my plans didn't go all according to plan, but I had decided that one nut jack could wait, 
And on Saturday, I went snowboarding with my son. And so it got me to thinking that, you know, maybe sometimes procrastination is a good thing. Maybe the saying shouldn't be, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today, but rather it should be, don't put off until tomorrow what you should do today. You see, it's really easy to get caught up on the to-do lists of the homestead. I don't know about for you, but for me, the to-do lists are never ending. But maybe, sometimes maybe we need to do a better job of setting our priorities. You know, a few weeks ago, I had a listener reach out to me. And in his letter, he was, in his email, he was talking about how he was struggling to balance homesteading with having a four-year-old son and all that entails. And part of my reply to him was this, trust me when I tell you that you will never regret spending time with him and investing in him. Yes, growing food is important and fun and sometimes maybe even necessary. But if the question is whether or not you should weed the garden or play some ball with your son, my advice is to let the weeds grow. For me this week, the question was, do I butcher a pig or go snowboarding with my son? I chose snowboarding and I don't regret it. Now that certainly doesn't absolve me of my procrastination. Uh, (laughs) That's always going to be a growing edge for me. I'm working on developing some skills and some tools to help me do better. And if you have any suggestions, if you're a procrastinator, a recovering procrastinator, you've got some tips and tricks on how to do better in that regard, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear from you. Brian at thehomesteadjourney.net is my email address. And maybe in a future episode, we'll talk about all of those things, tools to get over procrastination and, and all of that kind of thing. Is that procrastination on my part that I'm not doing that today? Maybe. I don't know. It is what it is. But that's the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any questions or have any feedback, I can be reached via email, brian at thehomesteadjourney.net. As always, the music on this week's show was provided by audionautics.com. And until next time, everybody, keep up the good work.